Hey everyone, I'm excited to announce that for the month of April, the Kids Yoga Podcast is being sponsored by the Black Kids Do Yoga Club. The purpose of the Black Kids Do Yoga Club is to build an inclusive community for young yogis of color, uniting kids in yoga through asana, meditation, and mindfulness. Interested individuals can find more information and sign up for free membership at www.ourfamiliesdoingyoga.com. Membership perks include a free coloring page to download after sign-up, monthly virtual meetups, and special birthday perks and discounts. You can also follow at Black Kids Doing Yoga on Instagram to find out more. Hi, and welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mujis, and after teaching kids yoga for over a decade and being immersed in the industry, I created this podcast as a warm and supportive place for parents, teachers, caregivers, and kids yoga professionals to gather. Episodes include conversations with kids yoga teachers, business owners, and authors, child development experts, informational episodes on specific kids' yoga topics, yoga adventures for children, and even the voices of children themselves. It is my hope that you can come here each week and gain inspiration and form connection with your fellow kids' yoga community. Welcome to the Kids' Yoga Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Kids Yoga Podcast. My name is Jessica, and this week I'm joined by Dr. Sandy Zanella. Sandy is a mom of two, a physician by training, and a kids yoga teacher. She is the author and creator of Happy Yogis, a colorful pose-by-pose book inspired by her kids. She wants to encourage children to love and accept themselves as they are, and dreams of helping families thrive, and find joy together. As a hobby, she's a content creator and loves sharing her journey of motherhood and how to integrate yoga and mindfulness throughout the day with children. Sandy, welcome to the show. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, you took the time. It is 5.30 a.m. in Dubai right now, so <laughs> so great to I'm connecting with you tomorrow in the future. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the future, all my friends say that, like, what's going to happen yes. tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I, you know, I have your book here. I want to talk about that. But before we do, I wanted to hear about your own personal journey with yoga. So when did you find yoga and start practicing? And then when did you decide to share it with children? Um, I always been like on and off yoga, like when I was growing up. But since I was in med school, I didn't have that much time, so it, I was not focused. Uh, and for children, I think it started when I get pregnant. Like, I moved to Miami, and I didn't know anyone. So I was like, I need to meet some mom friends. So that was my thing. So I went to a class. I loved it. The teacher was, like, super nice. She was a doula also. She taught me a lot of things, even though I'm a doctor, like, how to connect with the, my belly, with my baby, you know, like, and she even encouraged me to have like a natural birth because since I'm Mexican, 
um, we have high rates of C-sections, like for no reason. So mm -hmm. I, I grew up with that idea. Um, so she, she was like always repeating mantras for us and everything. So she kind of put in my mind that I could do it. And I even tried to do it without epidural, <laughs> but mm. obviously it didn't work. I was like, I was not dilating. The, the nurse was like, no, you have to get something because you're too stressed and too stiff and nothing's right. like going. So, and then my daughter uh, was born. And when she turned like seven months, uh, I did a certification for yoga for children. That's where I was like, okay, I want to bond with her in a way um, meaningful. So I started, I, I flew to LA to do that. It, it was for a weekend. And after that, me and her doing yoga every day, she loved it. And she was always like, she learned everything super fast. You know, children are like super easy. Um, so yeah, that's when I started. And, and then I started teaching some classes. No, I, I was not like a regular because then I was, I got pregnant with my second. And yeah, I think that's, that's when it all started with my baby. Right. So I know you share yoga with your own kids. Were you also teaching classes to other children? Yeah, I was. And then uh, for the, uh, the pandemic, my, my daughter, she's now five, almost six. And for the pandemic, I was like, uh, well, nobody was teaching anymore. You know, everything was shot and everything. So I started doing on Zoom, like I was, I, all my friends were like, oh my, you know, all the kids were like super stressed and everything. So I started doing on Zoom, like free sessions. Mm -hmm. And that went super, like all of the moms, like I was in a mom group from LA, you know, Facebook and everything. So I was like, oh, whoever wants to join. And all of them, I became friends with some of them, you know, like oh, I, I miss those mm -hmm. uh, days because the children were like super grateful and everything. So I started doing those free sessions. And from there, I realized the, the how can you benefit the children? Uh, mm -hmm. And that's where I was like, okay, I want to write the book, you know, so that's how pretty much it started. Yeah. So I love the book. I, I have the bilingual version. So first of all, I love that, um, that it has the English and the Spanish, you know, one on the pages next to each other. So you can easily uh, see both. And so you included affirmations for each pose for the child for children. So what, what kind of made you want to use affirmations? Do you use those yourself? Do you find those are a powerful tool? Yeah, I I think that's like super important. I started doing it, uh, doing them with my my children every morning, and I see how happy they are. You know, like they love it. They love it. They're like they even come up with their own. Like my daughter's favorite is like I'm a superhero, and they act what they're doing. So it's like super fun, and it's it works for me too. Even if they're not like so deep, you know, like I'm affirming something with my job or whatever. It's like mm -hmm. just I'm strong and brave. Like it, it feels good. You feel good, and we look in the mirror in the morning after brushing our teeth. So um, I think that's a very important part for us and for because we look for our children to be kind. Always know like oh, be kind to your friend, be kind to. But nobody teaches us how to love ourselves, how to mm. be compassionate 
about ourselves, you know, like at least for for me, like I I didn't hear that much. Oh, uh, you are, you are this, you are that. So I wanted to include that for children to know that they are whatever they want to be. Like they can be anything, they can do anything. So that was yeah, that was yeah important. It's the kids are so open, so it's like the affirmations. I think affirmations work well when you can really feel the meaning of it. And as adults, sometimes it's hard for us to like say these affirmations and believe them, but children are just so open to it. So I think it's so great to introduce it early. So then they have yeah. that for their life, you know, to carry that with them. So that your book is beautiful. I think it's going to, I mean, I'm sure a lot of kids have gotten it ready, but I, I just love that the inclusivity of having the, the bilingual version. For, yeah. Being for children Latin, who, you know, Exactly. Mm -hmm. I wanted to reach also my my culture because in the U.S. there's a lot like everybody knows about children's yoga and everything. But still in the Latin countries in Mexico, mm. it's still even like a kind of a taboo, you know, like they think, oh, yoga, mm. no, I, my child is not going to be able to sit. They think that, oh, they have to sit down like still and everything. So that's what I want to like, break that idea of, you know, this is play time but in a in a way that they're gonna learn tools for the life so so that's that was a very important part of of the adding this uh, spanish because when i started doing the sessions uh when the pandemic started i tried also doing it for my mexican uh, like groups on facebook and everything the response like just like three like seriously like nobody because that's that's the idea like oh no or I don't know what what they think like it's mysterious in a way you know like some kind of thing that, that I I really want them to understand or even kind of funny or I don't know what how how to explain but but I really want them to know that it's just like doing anything else you know like just Working out, not, but like having fun, you know, like growing strong in, in your mind, body, and soul. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's more than, it's more than what people think of either meditation or poses. It's just so much more than that. It's really skills for children to carry with them that are so powerful. I'm curious about Dubai. So I know you moved there recently. So first of all, I'm curious, what, what brought you to Dubai? And then how have you found the kids' yoga scene in Dubai? Uh, well, my husband's uh, job, like he, he got the offer and we were like, okay, let's explore. Now that the kids are, the kids are young, uh, we can still do it. And we came in September to visit, like to see how we like it. And I loved it. I was surprised because it's so kids friendly, like, it's it's amazing it's amazing so kids yoga i i was also like wow the people that are so open-minded here that they want this and there's a lot of classes like it's very it's, it's almost i would say like um like la like even more like when i was in la like before the pandemic and everything uh, there were no not many studios here you find like yoga for kids like in the farmer's market, uh, in the morning, every Saturday, they have a session. Or if you go to to, a, to the beach for an event, I, I'm actually going to, in two weeks, I'm going to give a mommy and me class for an event. 
it was supposed to be for um, Women's Day, but you know they wanted to move it a little bit forward because of COVID and everything. So, but mm -hmm. they are looking to to add this for children. Schools, some of the schools um, have uh, yoga for children in school. So, I, I I think here it's amazing. It's it's growing so fast. It's you know it's a melting pot of cultures. So I think having mm -hmm. all these uh, people. Like we are, I think, because we're mostly, I think it's like 90% of, of uh, like living here in Dubai, we're expats. So I think we're mm. all like open-minded and looking for, you know, different things. And and so, uh, and plus you have like the, the people from countries who actually grew up maybe doing yoga, like India. I right. met the other day, a barista, he's super nice. And we, we always talk, like when I go get my coffee, we always talk a little bit. And I he was like, oh, so what are you doing? I, I had my book. And I was like, oh, I just published this book. And, and he was like, oh, that's so nice. I remember when I was in school, I was uh, I had yoga in my school. And I was like, wow. like And that must have been like, I didn't want to ask how old was he, but right, years, maybe right. 20 years ago or something. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's part of it. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. I, I I didn't realize that it's it's such a mix of cultures there. So I think that's so wonderful that uh they're embracing kids yoga and it's good good time for you to be there then with your new book out, you know, and you you're teaching and being able to you're you're now international, right? You're teaching all over the world. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, you know what? Um they do a class at the Burj Khalifa, like on this 124th floor or something like that. I'm like, okay, I have oh. to do that class. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious about um yoga with your own children. So I'm sure the book was inspired about by yoga you do with your kids. So do you do yoga with your kids? And and what does it yes. what does that look like? Yeah, we I tried it well now with the pandemic it was better because like we had we had more time. Like my kids just started going to school two days ago. So, but before mm. we had all the time, you know, so I try to, to make this routine for them, like this ritual where we would wake up, they love doing their beds. So they, they do their bed and then um, go brush it in. My daughter, like she, she likes to change, like as soon as she, she wakes up, like always wearing dresses and stuff like that. <laughs> so then <laughs> brush teeth and then um, the affirmations and then a short, meditation or a breathing exercise or something like that then we have breakfast and later on we do yoga um, my son in the beginning he was not into it that much he's three years old now mm -hmm. like my daughter like at, at 20 months she was already like very like I was like wow um, mm -hmm. but I don't pressure them like if they want to do it they they do it if they don't okay, we do, we find something else. I'm not like, oh, now it's 8 a.m. Let's do yoga. Like, I don't, right. I don't want them to feel like I have to do this, you know? So um, sometimes my son now, he's like, he goes get the mat, he unrolls it and he just sit down and, and he says, mastafe, instead of namaste, he says like, mastafe. And he sits down there and <laughs> pretends that he's like, <laughs> <laughs> that he's Aww. like meditating and whenever he sees like I'm getting like triggered you know like for whatever reason he's like take a deep breath mama and I'm like oh my god yes I'm sorry I'm like, yeah 
uh, of course, when it's his time, he's like all over the place, not breathing, but you know, he's three years old. Right, so. right. It's funny you said like that he didn't seem as in- interested in it. And it reminds me of like a lot of, I've taught for so long, like sometimes there would be kids that I thought, oh, they don't really like yoga. And then they would be the one that like by the end of the semester just loved yoga. And so it's funny. It's like he's teaching it right. back to you. So he's clearly yeah. absorbing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what I wanted. Yeah. And that's what I wanted yeah. to see. You know, like if you don't want to join me, that's fine. But they know that I'm doing it and and they're catching it. So just right. do it whenever you feel, whenever you feel comfortable. Exactly. And when you're modeling it, that's really the, the way that they learn just by seeing what you're doing. Um, I want to ask you, so since the pandemic began, and now we're coming up on a year, um, I've been asking guests how they've been taking care of themselves. So with you, you had two young children at home. How have you been caring for yourself during this year? For me, it was like so, so hard. Like um, I was the worst. I I was, I I think also coming from a Latin uh, background, we always, we are always the last one, you know, like uh, first uh, kids, husband, friends, whatever. And I was always the last one. Mm. And I think uh, during the pandemic is when I was like, it caught me like, you know, I was super exhausted. And then I started doing this um, MBSR program. and they were like, the, our homework, for example, was like, oh, you have to do body scan for, we started with 20 minutes, 40, and then one hour body scan. And I, I was like, where am I going to find the time to do that? Like, I cannot take one hour. And then uh, during the day, we had other tasks to do. Like, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I had to take like two hours of my day. And I was like, how am I going to do it? So um, even though it was hard, I started waking up before uh, my mm. children and doing that like either was like meditation or even just when I was like I'm super tired and I can't wake up like one hour I would just wake up like maybe 10 minutes sit down have my coffee you know like uh, with all my senses smell it touch the, the feel the heart you know like being mindful and so that really helped and now that we moved here again everything just no schedule anymore uh and then um i started working out because here we have a gym and it's open like dubai is open everything is open here i started doing uh going to the gym and i think that that's that's the thing like even if if it's hard at the beginning to wake up (laughs) um i think at the end it's it's beneficial if we take that time for ourselves, no kids, no husband, no nobody, <laughs> just us yes. there, whatever. And also, I don't, I don't check my phone for the first two hours unless I have to do something, you know, um, like now that I woke up and mm-hmm. I, I, I had this appointment, but um, I try not to check it at least the first hour, so I don't get stressed right. with whatever. <laughs> yes, yeah. Someone gave a good image of. I forget where I saw it, but they said if you wake up and if the first thing you do is check your phone, like social media, it's basically like you wake up, you're inviting like hundreds of people into your room because suddenly oh, you're yeah. in their worlds. <laughs> so it's right. like, yeah, don't let that, let, that's a small change. Like just the, the first thing you do, make it a breath or some feeling grateful or anything except 
I know we a lot of us have that habit looking at the phone. Yes, yes. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's part of our lives. We cannot like remove it, but try. Right. Well, I want to ask you too about your your social media page on Instagram. It's so beautiful, and um, oh, you, you have a big following. How do you how do you balance out social media? I think it can be a beautiful thing, and then I think it can also have this other side to it where it like it it can suck us in and and make us compare each other. So how do you kind of balance that out to, to keep it a healthy relationship with social media? Um, well, I try literally not to log in that much. Like when I, I am going, I, if I want to share stories, for example, because I'm not posting that much uh, now that I have my two children, because I don't want to give them the message that I'm following them with my phone, you know, or like this, because, well, they think my phone is, my life you know so if mm -hmm. i want to post stories i record them and then two hours later or whatever i when they're not with me then i i upload them i write on them or whatever like i have to because it takes time you know like you have to write something or whatever mm -hmm. and i tend to to speak in english and translate in spanish like type in spanish so it takes time so i try to do that and I if I feel that something's giving me anxiety if I'm following someone that is I feel oh I want to be like her or whatever you know these thoughts um, I just try to unfollow or if it, if it were even a friend it's not like jealousy but sometimes you know like it's too much too much information from everywhere so mm -hmm. I try to just not not read or not get into it like. Uh, that much you know like I just scroll and pass that's it like I don't want to yes. focus on that because it's, it's it's from everywhere like you said like everybody's like boom 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 and then you mm -hmm. don't know where to look what to do um it's hard but as you said it has also a beautiful side and I really uh I found a really nice community like with moms uh, I mostly share like mom stuff and mm -hmm. uh, whatever works for me and they've been super nice. Everybody's super supportive. And I try to help. You know, I, I think I have this, like, helping since I started medicine. You know, I always wanted to, like, all of us, we are in this, um, yeah. whatever. We want to help children. We want to help moms. We want to help the other. So even with if I can help one person with whatever I, I post, I, I feel grateful, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's having that self awareness of knowing when to stop <laughs> scrolling or, or exactly. yeah, engaging exactly. right with certain pages. <laughs> Sometimes I even just you could mute like so you don't unfollow, but you can mute so you don't uh, yeah, see it. Exactly. So I'll yeah. do that sometimes. Just like you said, yeah, and it's not always works. that you. It's it's you might really like the person, but for whatever reason, the it's just. The content might just there's just a lot of stimulation on, on social yeah, media. A so lot like of paying triggers. attention. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I like to when I, at the end of episodes give little gems of wisdom. And I thought, since you're an author and you you self-published your book, I think a lot of people want to write a book, whether it's a children's book or, you know, a, a book for adults, but it can be scary. So 
what would be your, your piece of advice for someone who wants to write the book, but doesn't really know where to start? Mm-hmm. I would say just do it. Don't think about it. You'll learn in the process. Like um, I had kind of like the background of I have an adult book, but I, I co-author it with other 25 doctor women who um, migrate from Mexico. So, but I was not in, involved in the ed- editing or anything. I was just like sending my manuscript and that's it. So with the children's book, I was like lost. I didn't know what to do, but I was just, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump in and go with the flow. I have a lot of mistakes. I still have a lot of things to learn and I still have, <laughs> I'm lost. I still feel lost, but I think, we just have to jump and say what, wherever it takes me, you know, like I'm just going to go and ask, ask people. There's a lot of people, even authors, like sometimes we feel intimidated, like, oh, but she has her book. Like she's not going to give me her advice. You know, sometimes we tend to think about that. I'm here. If anyone of your audience who wants to just ask me, I would help. I, I'm here, you know, because I, I believe that, there's no competition. Like we just want to um, help each other, you know, and if you find someone that's going to help you, um, I think you have, you, you can ask and everybody, we want to help each other, especially as that we are self made in any, whatever, like mm-hmm. we've been there. So I think just go for it. Don't think about anything. Don't listen to anyone. Even if they say, Oh, a book, like you're not going anywhere. You're doing it because it's a passion for you. You want to share something. You want to share a message or whatever you want to share. It's important. Somebody's going to buy it and somebody's going to benefit from that. Like their children are going to read it and go to sleep or whatever. Someone's going to love it and then just see where it goes. Yes. I love that. Take the leap. Leave all those doubts behind and just, like you said, step by step. I'm sure I've talked to a lot of authors and I know it takes a ton of work, um, especially to self-publish like you did with each step. But I think, like you said, you, you committed to it and you went for it. And now you've got your beautiful book here, yeah. which I have. Thank you for sending it, by the way. I'm like, I'm holding it right now. Um, oh. But thank you. I'm sure people want to find you. So where can people get in touch or follow along? Um, what are your social media handles? All that stuff. Um, so my personal is at my mindful mom life. And for my book is uh, at happy.yogis.book on Instagram both. Great. And can people send you a message on there? If they yes, wanna... totally. Yeah, they can send me a message. My book is on Amazon. I have both editions, bilingual and English on Amazon. And it's Kindle also. So yeah, anyone, if they can reach out, I, I'm, I'm always there like replying messages and trying to help us as I can with anything, Wonderful. not just the book, like whatever mom I, you want to rent or whatever. I, 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 we're all in the same boat. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much. It was so great to connect with you and thank you for taking the time to be on here. Oh, thank you, Jessica, for having me. It was lovely and it was a great way to start my morning. Yes, yes. You've got your day ahead of you. And I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll talk soon. Take care. Thank you. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed the episode and you haven't already, I would really appreciate if you can leave a rating and review and also subscribe to the podcast. This helps people find the podcast and direct more people towards it so we can spread kids yoga to more children. You can also follow us at the Kids Yoga Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and you can always send me an email at thekidsyogapodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your feedback, your questions, and any ideas you have for future episodes. So thank you so much for being here and for listening, and I hope to see you next week.